Welcome back to one of my podcasting. Listen, I would normally put this on my broadcasters podcast, but the truth is, it's not one of those things I want to focus on too long because that program, I take a lot of time just to go through a lot of different stories and I have certain things that I want to point out. But some of this radio stuff is a little too much in the weeds. And trust me, I understand for those of you that don't want to listen to these stories that you might skip this episode or you might catch it like, oh, okay, King of Podcasts going on the industry rant again. Another radio thing. I'm not into it. I don't listen to radio. I think it's boring. I think it's old. I think it's passe. Got it. I understand. But I'm a radio file. I used to live, live and breathe radio, and I love it. I still do it today, but I hate what, the, what radio is today. And that's why I bring up this story. Because these radio consultants, listen, the Lee Abrams of the world, done a pretty damn good job of getting things put together you know i used to have the cecil heftels out there they used to be good consultants and there were some people that knew how to still create great radio and could work with different companies and find ways to make it work a positive ground well those people that were very good and creative in radio they're not going to work at the corporate aspect now because it's mostly corporate and there's no money no resources no nothing so the consultants you know they're out here and they'll offer consultancies to these radio stations and these radio companies thinking they can offer some kind of help. Well, again, these people are always out of touch. So the consultants always want to have their own little say of what they could do. So clickbait article from Buzz Knight. Listen, all the respect. I don't know the guy. I'm sure he's successful, but I want to take the story. I want to go and break it down. He writes a story on radioinc.com saying 40 ways to make radio stronger for the next hundred years. So yeah, this is him playing a clickbait thing, but let's see what he actually says in here. The 40 ways, I'm not going to go through every one of them, but I'll go through and see what looks interesting. He starts off with the article saying, dynamic, engaging, unique, creative, entertaining, intimate, purposeful, resilient. As radio heads towards its centennial celebration, there are just a few of the words to describe the business fans adore. Advertisers respect, and we all love. Again, he's going through a lot of, you know, a lot of this sort of propaganda we always hear about, the kind of just talk, this happy talk that goes on with radio industry people, that's what happens. So a question was asked, what will make radio stronger for the next hundred years? He approached a diverse group ranging from programmers to CEOs, owners to sales leaders, consultants to marketers, market managers to engineers, brokers to futurists. Uh, no DJs there? Uh, no talent? No? Um, how about people outside of radio? People that might have been in radio. How about people that are, you know, in social media? Just, you know, how about going to some other areas? But no, stick it to your bone bubble. Okay. All right, Buzz. Here are 40 ways he says, in no particular order, that radio could be stronger for the next 100 years. A couple of them in here is this. Okay. And there will probably be some I agree with. I'll go with those. Now, first off, he says, we need to move back to value-based selling. Focus on delivering results, not only to local advertisers, but national advertisers as well. Impressions and points have been the focus, but that doesn't move product. Points don't walk through a business store. People do. Okay. So, yeah, bring your prices down. Sell in bulk. Allow more people to get on the air. Quit nickel and diming everybody, okay? Dollar a holler. Let's get back to that. That I agree with. Now, this I think is interesting. Ownership caps must be lifted. Radio stations are fighting with each other on a local level, while digital giants such as Facebook and Google are still in the majority of local advertising spends. I don't believe in deregulation. I've been against deregulation. I like more programmers out there to have a diverse lineup of programming. When I talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, 
where is it sadly sir where can it you really serve the the communities radio nobody talks about that i don't understand with all the stuff with black lives matter and all the different things that are going on with systemic and institutional injustices why are all these people not talking about radio okay for the longest time i've known where you know you have different minority groups that are represented through radio all over the place whether it's chinese or indian from bollywood or black i mean black radio is, is prominent everywhere on the, on the dial across every major metropolitan city like i guess what over the, like over the over the top 250 markets spanish highly represented why don't people talk about that radio is highly represented for diversity equity and inclusion what i want is more ownership caps because i want to make sure that owners can go and own stations so that more stations are available for minority business owners for those of equity whatever lgbtq icaap whatever let them all let everybody have their own voices out there radio is for voices so let the voices be heard on those stations That'd be much more important. And then you have the video dynamic with all these radio stations where they can go and broadcast through Facebook or Twitter or whatever they want or, or you know, Periscope or whatever they want. That's what matters. Radio, radio industry leaders, he says, need to align for the future. They're not going to do that. You're asking for, you know, fantasy land right there. How people access entertainment is rapidly changing. Make sure a radio station's audio or other entertainment is immediately available on any platform. Well, what's already happening now? That's not much you're saying right there. Immediately available. How about making sure that people want to go and listen to it in their car? Give them a reason to, not just accessibility. You want to have something good to listen to, not just something to listen to. I guess Buzz doesn't needs to make that point more, much more uh, accurate. Begin the journey back to live and local. Syndication, which seems to work for large public companies, is not the answer for an industry as a whole. He's correct in that. Live and local is very important. And you don't necessarily need live and local on every shift, okay? Which is okay. But make it live and local mornings and afternoon drive. And honestly, middays. You should be able to have your whole day part live and local. There's no reason why you shouldn't. You want to have your nighttime show not be that way? I can understand that. But I think you should still be able to go and go day parts. And I still think if you are able to get your night show up and at it. But I mean, yeah, if you don't think you can make it, you just need to be able to have a good idea of the lineup that really matches along all across all borders. You know, and, and make it targeted to your audience. Live on local so that music is local. Bring local artists together. Get the music up there. Individualize your playlist, damn it. You know, play newer stuff. You know, like, really, be DJs. Be DJs that are able to go and bring... It's like DJs on a dance floor. DJs that work a dance floor, they know how to go and get the people to stay dancing on the dance floor. This is where the DJs need to be allowed to be able to do that. But they're not. So programming needs to go and service the audience to keep people engaged on a regular basis. Remember, you're not just playing eight, eight minutes of advertising just to go and play eight minutes of advertising. You have to have a reason for people to go and stick around for those eight minutes. Okay? Especially if you're doing a six to eight minute block of commercials. Crazy. Radio should be used. You should use data for better, hyper-targeted ads to create addressable advertising for the medium. No, shorten your ads. Shorten your ads, make them billboards, and do less of them. Less advertising, period. They should not interrupt 
not not necessarily interrupt, but they should not disrupt the flow of the music going on on a regular basis. No more than four minutes in a break. No more than twice an hour. There's a station to listen to in the Dominican Republic. And I'll tell you what, I have no problem listening to them when they're going four-minute breaks on a weekend and they're doing it twice an hour because there's so much damage going on at the same time. No promos, no nothing. They just go song after song after song. DJs will come in in between, but they will not stop the music going on. They won't even stop the automation. They'll just talk in between. It works. It's smart. That's what it used to be. That's how it should be now. He also says the industry should be better at promoting itself and strengths and values. I don't know what that means. I mean, I get what he means, but it's like strengths and values. No, individualize yourself. Give yourself an identity. And if you want to talk about strengths and values, that goes on the talent. You know, and the station all together puts that together. Radio must find a way to find new emerging talent and new and exciting formats that will bring those under the age of 20 into the audience 10 for years to come. It's a necessity. Yes, he's absolutely right there. So new talent, you find on social media, you find it in the DJs and the clubs. Like you go, you go looking out and recruiting it. You're not going to get those coming into radio now. Okay. You need to find people that are looking, that are talented. They're looking to try to find an avenue for their talent and they have a good voice, like just a voice that can actually be engaging and entertaining. Might not have the raspiness or not have the deepness of the voice, but you need to find people that are entertaining and bring them into radio, not just you know, you just can't get them to come into radio. They're all interested. There's nobody coming in interested in the radio now. Not as much as there was. You have to go looking outside of radio now. Because you have ruined corporate radio. You have ruined the people that can come in the radio that want to be in here. They're not coming in here, you know, based on the fact they want to be the next Howard Stern or Ryan Seacrest or Elvis Duran or whatever the hell. No, they're not. If they were, Connecticut School of Broadcasting would be bringing all those people in at a regular point. But they're not coming in like that. They're not coming in train like that. They're not even probably listening to the radio until then. Because then you also have to go and tell people how to become radio people and learn how to you know, be able to perform on the radio with the music and other things that are going on. Blow some things up and imagine things in the views of your future listeners and customers rather than your existing ones. So then you have to change up the game. Like this is not working for older stations with classic rock or, you know, playing hot AC or like playing the eighties, nineties, two thousands music. No new music radio. So your hip hop stations, your pop stations, your rock alternative stations. These are your country stations. They all need to future listeners. What you do is, you change up the model of not playing songs eight to 12 weeks, 12 weeks later than when they're actually viral and popular. When the billboard chart actually puts them out, media base, screw them. Throw the media base model out. It's antiquated. It's dated. It's ineffective. What you do now is you get yourself back to the gold standard, back to the billboard hot 100, back to the billboard charts individually. And that is your, barrier that's your gauge for what songs are played that's how you get future listeners that they want to hear the future of music they want to hear what's going on right now real time not eight 12 weeks ago and even farther back because now what stations are doing they only have a limited amount of new songs that are only of what the control of the corporate the corporate giants will just put up okay and then they're playing lots of recurrence lots of like from 2010 2015 and just replaying the songs over and over 
whatever works on research, audience-based testing, bullshit. That's what they're doing. Halfway through the list, I'm going to just throw a couple of others and really get done, done past this because the other ones are just like whatever. Radio has lost the ex- exclusivity of music and in-car listening. The loss of exclusivity will continue as technology continues to expand. So quality local talent will drive listenership, not just music and access. I agree with that. Current bass music formats need to develop better strategies and enabling their brands to better open own the important area of music discovery. Again, they need to be able to discover music. So you need to be ahead of the game. So when songs are new and they're coming up, radio should be the one that actually is discovering the songs before Spotify or Pandora. The music companies should want to come to radio with their songs first. So that's the first place people go. Just like how TikTok was back in the day is now, where new songs are discovered on TikTok. Radio needs to take what TikTok has been doing and take it to them. That's what needs to happen. I'm not kidding. The radio industry needs to downsize and give back and sell off some of its spectrum for other purposes. So again, there's no market need for 20, 30, 40, 50 radio stations in the local marketplace in the future. I disagree. Listen, let it be out there. Full market of all these different stations that can be out there. And let them all have different formats and different voices. That's what I want. I want as, as many different voices as I can listen to. It should be like cable. Lots of channels to listen to. Lots of channels. And that's where it comes down to. Radio executives need to be in tune with how technology is changing listening habits. Again, still comes back to the same thing. And then most importantly, he says here, radio must reverse the trend to homogenize the product with syndicated and voice track elements. Get back to basics, live and local radio. So Buzz Knight is not completely off on some of the things he says. There's some obvious things that he says, and there's a lot of stuff that he puts in there that I really don't agree with. So probably about eh, 10 of the 40 things he puts in there I am in support of. But there's much more that needs to be done. I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening in. Finding this show, subscribe, like, and share as you do for this video. Or on the audio side, please go ahead and let people to go ahead and let people know about the show so they can download it wherever they want. And I'll talk to you next time.